Hi, this is Gary Peel from the band Boston, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. Hello, this is Tracy Ferry with Boston. You're listening to Iron City Rock. Hi, this is Tom Schultz, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Welcome to episode 240 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing you the best rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues talk on the internet. Episode 240, we are joined by Boston guitarist Gary Peel. Gary, uh, who I think a lot of you will remember from the Sammy Hagar days, uh, has been with Boston since the third stage album. Interestingly enough, I think he uh, kind of goes under a lot of people's radar. Gary was a uh, lead guitarist in Sammy Hagar's band, with the albums uh, Three Lock Box, VOA, kind of your classic Sammy Hagar stuff. might remember him, as we discussed in the interview, from his uh, presence in the I Can't Drive 55 video in the cool jumpsuits uh, with Sammy when he's in jail. He does the guitar solo in that video. Uh, made the transition over to Boston uh, right around that time with a third stage album, right when uh, Sammy went to join Van Halen. Uh, Gary kind of landed right on his feet and moved in with Tom Scholes of Boston and has been with the band ever since. Uh, the band just late last year released an album, Life, Love, and Hope, uh, which is a fantastic record. Uh, if you have a chance and you uh, go to guitarworld.com, I had done an interview with Tom Scholes back around the time the album came out, and you can read that. Uh, Gary was cool enough to jump on the f- uh, phone with us and do an interview for Iron City Rocks. They are coming uh, to Stage AE in Pittsburgh on July 15th, doing a show, interestingly enough, with Iron City Rocks Hall of Famer, Red Beach guitarist uh, of White Snake and uh, most notably of Winger. Gary will be coming in with Tom, also Tracy Ferry, who was a guest of the program uh, two years ago when Boston came into town. So they'll be doing a great show, uh, including in some new songs from the new album, obviously, and all the Boston classic hits. Reb will be there with the Red Beach Project, uh, kind of a uh, three-piece unit doing some music. So it's going to be a really cool night. Stage A, a great place to see a show, middle of July. You know it's going to be a hot night, so... When I get the tickets now, well, you still can. We'll be giving away a pair of tickets uh, on our Facebook page, so you head over to facebook.com forward slash Iron City Rocks. Look for chances to win tickets to that show. So without further ado, Gary Peel of Boston. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from the band Boston, we have on the line Gary Peel. How you doing, Gary? Hey, real good, John. How about you? I'm doing great. Uh, you guys have just started, if I'm not mistaken, uh, doing a Heaven on Earth tour. Uh, you're you are going to be heading into Pittsburgh uh, in the month of July, I believe the 15th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to do a show at Stage A. I wanted to talk to you uh, specifically, uh, you know, what we can expect uh, different from this tour uh, and also about the new record. So if we could back up, you know, to to the process of of a new Boston album, um, I know from my conversations with Tom, uh, he kind of goes away in, in the in the cave of his studio there and does everything. Um, does he involve a lot of you guys in the band in, in making the album, or what is your input into the record? Uh, 
Yes and no. Uh, so depending on uh, what it is, what he's working on, that uh, yes, we'll be involved. Obviously, uh, the singers more than uh, anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Tom sings uh, himself and actually even sings lead on a song, uh, yeah. his new album. But uh, most of the time, of course, the, uh, he'll have other singers uh, sing the lead vocals. And he certainly does uh, most of the guitar, keyboard, bass, percussion work all himself because uh, he is great at it. But uh, when we get involved, he's always open to suggestions. And so, uh, you know, we'll be fooling around and try something, and he'll say, oh, that sounds great, let's do that. You know, so, uh, again, it's not that he's closed-minded, but uh, usually Absolutely. he has something in mind. Uh, but, again, we're, we're always welcome to throw in uh, ideas. Awesome. Now, when you take, you know, in, you know, listening to any Boston record with, with you know, any kind of, even semi-trained ear, you realize that there are layers upon layers of guitar and, and keyboard and things like that. Now, when you guys hit the road, uh, you're still doing this as a three-guitar live band right now? Uh, actually, this time we added a fourth guitarist and singer, okay. Kimberly Dom. Uh, she oh, was okay. with us yeah, on uh, three previous tours, uh, but playing bass. bass. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, well, of course, she has uh, always been a singer-songwriter guitarist, and uh, so uh, once we had found uh, Tracy Ferry, who's a fantastic bassist and a good singer in his own right, uh, we said, well, "Gee, how can we uh, add Kimberly's voice back in?" And of course, she said, "Well, you know, I mean, I play guitar too, so that certainly helps to uh, cover all those parts." As you say, there are uh, quite a few of them on the records, and mm-hmm. so that helps us uh, to try to cover uh, most of them. How do you go as a band about doing the arrangements? And I mean, do you does does somebody chart all this stuff out? And you kind of work it out, or do you guys get in a room and kind of hammer out who plays what and when? Uh, we don't do charts. <laughs> Some of us do read music, but uh, most of us don't, and sure. uh, it's more of a pain to try to write that down uh, in some form as opposed to just listen to the record, or of course play the parts that we had played on the record. Uh, so as uh, you or probably most folks know, there are, in, in essence, two types of guitars. Uh, rhythm guitar, which is the chords, and then lead guitar, which are single notes. And so uh, certainly Boston has a lot of both. And uh, so uh, in general, Tom will be doing uh, lead parts, although when there's a, a guitar harmony part, uh, in other words, two lead parts at a time, uh, usually I'll take the second one, although uh, sometimes uh, David Victor will take the second uh, lead part. But in general, okay. Tom and I do the lead stuff, and then David uh, does a rhythm. And sometimes there are triple lead parts where David uh, will play a third lead part, and that's where uh, Kimberly comes in, and she'll play the rhythm behind uh, the three of us. Uh, right. Or when Tom and I are doing uh, harmonies, uh, both Kimberly and David will be playing rhythm stuff again, to try to recapture that sound on the album where there are many rhythm and many lead parts going on at the same time. Now, when you're doing some of these like dual leads and triple leads, do you guys, do you offset your tuning a little bit or do you play in fifths or, or how do you get it so it just doesn't sound like one guitar? Uh, well, it's different harmony parts. So it's not, we're, we're not all playing the same note. So you're okay. right that we uh, we are playing uh, usually it's uh, thirds, okay. uh, but of course when you add the uh, third guitar and then uh, it'll be a, a 
fifth above or fourth below or or some combination thereof. Uh, so yeah, yeah they're, it's really not the same note. Just the way okay. that, a, like a barbershop quartet or whatever, uh, everybody has a different note that they're going to sing, and the three or four or five notes together make up one chord. Okay. Yeah, now speaking of barbershop quartets, I mean, you guys probably have the unenviable task of creating all the harmonies on the records as well. I mean, obviously, with Tommy and Kimberly out on the road uh, to do, you know, the lead vocal parts, and even David, uh, I believe, sang a couple uh, leads, at least in the 2012 tour. Uh, how do you construct, you know, all the harmonies involved in Boston's records, though? Yes, uh, it's uh, sort of a matter of uh, who can hit the notes. And yeah. uh, so as it as it turns out, so again, uh, you're right, Tommy DiCarlo will do most of the uh, lead vocal works. Uh, and uh, But David Victor has a terrific uh, high voice, so he'll often do the uh, a harmony that goes along with the, perhaps with the lead. And then all the rest of us join in for the choruses where, you know, it sounds like a gang of people singing. So Tom and I have the lowest voices. Then uh, uh, Tommy and actually Kimberly uh, have the next highest voices. Uh, on top of that is David Victor. And then on top of that is uh, either one of our drummers, Jeff Neal or Curly Smith. Uh, they both have the highest voices. Uh, so when you hear those really, really high ones, that's not Kimberly. <laughs> that's the, one of the drummers, either Jeff or Curly. Wow, God bless. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, when you listen to that, and and that's that's got to be a consideration. I mean, obviously, when when you know you're putting together a band of tour, you know, behind this record, I would have to imagine that no one's allowed on the bus unless they can sing. Um, you know, because <laughs> you need all those voices. You know, it, it, that's right. Yes, and uh, as you may or may not know, it's tough to find singing drummers. You know, they're they're few and far between. But, uh, yeah, that's why we need one. When you mentioned uh, Curly singing that, you know, obviously, uh, you know, he's quite a character on the drums and has a great stage persona, but I never even thought in terms of singing ability. That's, that's, uh, that's great stuff. Um, now, on the road, if I understand correctly, you kind of coordinate how the band interacts with the sound crew, then is that, is that accurate? Uh, well, I certainly uh, will spend more time, you know, talking with the sound folks than maybe some of the other band members. But uh, if nothing else, just because I've been there longer, uh, you know, because I joined the band in uh, 85 and so right. have dealt with, uh, obviously, sound companies uh, since then. So, uh, and the other side of it, of course, is that uh, I worked with uh, Tom Scholz at his company, Rockman. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're the only band in the world that plays amplifiers that, you know, we have built. Uh, Tom had a company, uh, again, called Rockman, and, and we built uh, all the amplifiers that we're using on stage. And so, again, I was part of that company, so I know, you know, those amps uh, almost as well as Tom. And so right. uh, that helps, again, to translate that to the sound company because uh, what we do is something rather unique in that uh, we take the, the signal right out of the amplifier instead of putting a microphone in front of the speaker cabinet. So uh, we call that going direct. And okay. uh, keyboard players have been doing that for years, and so they say, well, gee, let's, that works well. Let's do that ourselves. And so that's what we do. So that, it, it is unique. So it's not just having an amplifier that's you know, loud. It's got a speaker, and you put a microphone in front of it, and that 
that's one way. But uh, again, we take it direct, and so uh, again, we hope that that makes the sound uh, more repeatable every night because you don't have to worry about if the microphone is moved a little bit in front of the speaker, if somebody kicks it, knocks it over, or yeah, exactly. if the humidity changes because of course speakers are just paper, and you get uh, different amounts of humidity in the air or something, and, and that'll change the sound. So. Right. By going direct, you eliminate some of those variables. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know, obviously, there are a lot of guitar manufacturers out there that will make, you know, emulations and stuff like that. But uh, I'm assuming right. uh, with with Tom's love of uh, all things digital, you're probably not permitted to look into some of those devices. But um, Right, uh, yeah. Again, the amps have the sound that we need. All we have to do is just connect that to the PA system, and there you go. Right. Now, just for, for those not familiar, and actually out of my own curiosity, Brockman was sold to Dunlap, am I correct? That's right. Okay. Are you still involved with, with work with them, or, or you guys kind of retired from that line now? Right. Yeah, once uh, Tom sold it to Dunlap, uh, they took over. Although okay. uh, a couple of our engineers went to work for Dunlop, so okay. they still carry on the tradition there. And, and of course, we still keep in touch with them and know them, and uh, it's been a great partnership with them. Yeah. So uh, just to kind of rewind for for folks who might have remembered, you were, if I'm I'm wrong, I apologize, but were you in the video for I Can't Drive 55? (laughs) Yes, that's me. People say, you know, you look familiar. Did I see you in jail somewhere? (laughs) Yeah, that's me in jail with Sammy Hagar. Yeah, I spent eight years in in Sammy's band, and right. that's how we got to know Boston. Uh, way back in 77, when I joined Sammy's band, uh, Sammy's manager knew Boston's manager. Okay. And uh, and so we arranged it to open up the uh, end of Boston's first tour, which uh, lasted through 77. They liked us, and we liked them, and they said, hey, next time we tour, we'll have you guys open the entire U.S. tour, which is exactly what we did from 78 mm-hmm. through into 79. So I've been on every Boston tour, but yeah. on the first two, I was in the opening act. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, that's great. And then uh, Sammy's, uh, I guess it was his mechanic, who got him in touch with Van Halen, and that's uh, that's when you made the, the jump, correct? It was when Sammy left to go with Van Halen, you jumped on with Third Stage, correct? That's exactly right. And okay. you know, a year before that, if you would have said, okay, now, Sammy, you're going to join Van Halen and Gary – you're going to join Boston. We would have both said, yeah, sure. What are the yeah. odds of that happening, you know? But stranger yeah. things happen. But, uh, yeah, so Sammy, you know, band up with Van Halen. And, of course, we couldn't continue on as the Sammy Hagar band without Sammy. And, uh, yeah, that but, would have been uh, a little rough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, again, Tom uh, had met, met us all before because uh, we mm-hmm. opened up, all, you know, the tour for him. And so he called me up and said, gee, I'm working on the third stage album. Would you, uh, you know, come and play on the last song that needs to be recorded? You know, all the rest were done by then. This is, you know, there's one more song I need to work on. And and that was the only thing he had offered me at that point, just, hey, come on and help me finish the record. I said, say, sure, I'll be right there, you know. So yeah. I, I left from our last gig with Sammy, which was Farm Aid 1, and flew okay. directly from there to Boston to start working with Tom. Uh, you know, I was there for a few weeks, and he said, "Gee, this is—I think this is going to work out well. Why don't you move back here? We'll finish the record, we'll do a tour, and maybe make another record. Who knows? You know." And so, I've been there ever since. 
Yeah, yeah, and what an exciting time. And if I remember, that was a huge tour, the third stage tour. And obviously, Sammy went on to have very, very good success with Van Halen as well. So, you know, yeah. hindsight worked out really, really well. But, um, yes, yes. So you guys are coming in again. You'll be coming to Stage A in Pittsburgh uh, in July on the 15th. Uh, new record is, is available. I guess it's not new anymore. It's about seven, eight months old at this point. Um, huh? But for those uh, who haven't had an opportunity to pick it up, it's a fantastic album. Uh, the nice thing about it is that it, it, it still sounds like a classic Boston record. Uh, you know, a lot of artists, you know, when they move on, you know, X number of years between albums, the sound tends to change. I think, you know, this is a very consistent record. fits very well with the catalog uh, and a lot of good new material to infuse into the live set as well. So, Gary, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. Oh, glad to do it. Thanks for having us. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, seeing everybody there in Pittsburgh again. From the mind of Tom Scholes. The legendary band Boston. Live in concert. Heaven on Earth Tour. Boston. Stage AE. Outdoors July 15th. Tickets on sale now at all Ticketmaster locations. There's more at bandboston.com. Brought to you by Promo West North Shore and Coors Light. Again, a very special thanks to Gary Peel for coming on the show. He'll be in town with Boston on July 15th doing a show at Stage AE. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or visit the box office at Stage AE. It'll be a great time under the stars in Pittsburgh for a nice hot July night. Uh, Boston will be on tour all summer. You can check them out all over the country. Also, their newest record, Life, Love, and Hope, available now. Uh, really worth the effort to pick up that album. If you were a fan of... Uh, their previous albums, uh, Third Stage, Walk On, uh, has a feel very close to those two records, in my humble opinion. Uh, really worth checking out. Again, I mentioned at the top of the show, if you go to guitarworld.com, search for Tom Scholes, uh, you'll find an interview I did with Tom uh, right around the time the album came out. was fortunate enough to have a chance to speak with him as well, so I encourage you to check that out as well. Also, if you're a huge Boston fan, Go back uh, on our webpage. You can look for the episode with Tracy Ferry, uh, bassist of uh, Boston as well. He was on in 2012, right around the same time of the year. So check that episode out as well. Uh, Tracy also uh, spent some time with Striper, uh, another band that was in Pittsburgh not all that long ago for a sold-out show. Uh, so I invite you to check that out as well. Also, I want to encourage you to uh, have a look at our website, ironcityrocks.com. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Iron City Rocks and Twitter.com forward slash Iron City Rocks. We want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to the show. We invite feedback at ironcityrocks at gmail.com or on iTunes. You can click the little feedback or the rate icon. We deeply appreciate any and all subscribers to the show. We are on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, um, most of the locations that are uh, kind of big hitters for podcasts. You can always come to our website and stream it there as well. Um, so we give you plenty of options to listen to us, and we thank each and every one of you for taking that time to listen. Until next time, take care.